0: welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open The Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a certified sex coach and clinical sexologist based in Kansas City, and I just love to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. I also enjoy good conversation about love, heartache, activism, or making change in the world. Be warned, you should probably be 18 and over and probably listening on your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. On this episode of Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching, I'm joined by Alicia Bowman, and she's the owner and oh my God, entrepreneur extraordinaire. She founded Unleash Resale, and that is a curated contemporary resale shop. So, what does that really mean? They carry new and vintage women's clothing, shoes, and accessories, sure. But Alicia is about so much more. She's really about catering to women size 14 and up. And their mission is to provide a welcoming and enjoyable shopping experience for women with larger bodies, while also helping to build confidence, build community, and build self-esteem among plus-size women in Kansas City and beyond. So welcome
1: to the show, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here.
0: You, my dear, have been Miss Popular in Kansas City, so I feel so lucky to have you on my show today. Seriously, thank you.
1: Absolutely. No problem at all. Um, Very grateful and humbled by uh, all the press.
0: (laughs) So for those of you who haven't heard of Alicia or Unleashed, they were recently featured on The Ellen Show. And she's gotten a lot of press since then. I mean, she's been all over the place. And I'm sure you've got a lot of really cool stories about being on Ellen, but that's totally not why I've got you here today. <laughs> I want to talk about your shop. I want to talk about your entrepreneurial journey and really let's dive a little bit deeper into what you're, you're talking about with your mission. Absolutely. So the place I'd like to start with first is really what was the impetus for starting your business?
1: honestly like i've always 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 loved fashion always loved thrifting um and it was just kind of at a point in life to where i thought i was in the place of what i wanted my dream career to be yes undergrad i did fashion i got a fashion uh, bachelor's degree grad school i did diversity and inclusion in higher education and i always want to be director of multicultural student services Um, And Mm -hmm. I was in that position. I was living in Indiana, six hours away from home. And I still was unhappy. Like I would go home every day. Like this can't be it. Like this can't be the joy that I thought I wanted. Um, And then just um, circumstances there, like wishing I was home. And then like my car got into like a hit and run accident when I was asleep one night. And that was just kind of like my wake up call. Like Alicia, you should be doing something else. <laughs> um, and I've always, like I always said, like I I would love to have a thrift store one day. So like I had tons of clothes collected and they were all just happened to be in my the trunk of my car and my famous treasure chest. Um, and as I was just <laughs> going through it, it was just kind of like, Alicia, this is what you should do. Don't know how, but we're going to figure it out. And that's kind of where it started from. So how long ago was that? That was, it'll be, uh, that was three years ago in November. So November um, 11th of 2017. <gasps> okay, that's. This-
0: Yes. So where do you say that? Because 11, 11, 17 is a date in <laughs> my yeah. life. Will never be, I actually broke my tailbone that day. So you said oh the day I was like, oh, God. God,
1: great
0: day for you. Really bad day for me. <laughs> but hey, a lot of changes come since then. So maybe that day was just about people recognizing they needed to make changes. Right, because so. it was bad
1: for me too. You know, it started something good, but it was a bad day. <laughs>
0: I started my business in 2017 too, so I really didn't – I started it in the summer, technically speaking, like the LLC and stuff, Mm -hmm. but uh, it wasn't until the fall. So, yeah, there must have just been something going on with the alignment of the stars or (laughs) whatever. (laughs) 2017 was a time for people to recognize like, hey, if you aren't happy, it is time to make changes and to follow something that actually sparks joy in your life. Absolutely. So congrats on that. That's great. So um, I know from reading some stories about you and, you know, following some of your social posts and stuff that you, and even for what you've shared, you really got your start um, just kind of out of your house, right? You didn't, you know, go like get a a store or things like that. So tell me a little bit more about your journey from that, that initial startup phase to kind of getting your own brick and mortar store.
1: Absolutely. So from um, the very beginning, like I said, I was living in Indiana. It was just me. I had this big old apartment uh, and I used like one room for my closet. And I was like, I'm just going to start here, like put all my inventory in there and all that stuff. Um, And that's kind of how it started. It was me, my little room and my website that I built myself online. (laughs) Because, like I said, I was in Indiana, so I really didn't know a whole lot of people outside of like my little crew that I had made. Um, So it was just like reaching out on social media to all the people throughout the years who were like, oh, Alicia, I love the way you dress. How do you find that for your curvy body? So just using social media and building from there um, is kind of how we started. Um, And then from there, like moving back home to Kansas City, I kind of knew for what like I knew I just didn't want another online shop I knew that mm-hmm. plus size bodies like it's not really our thing to shop online especially if you're the type of person who don't, doesn't know a lot about your body like I can mm-hmm. shop online like I know my measurements I know my body shape like what materials work but everybody isn't like that majority of plus size bodies are online mm-hmm. so I knew I wanted um, I wanted to have a location uh, but when I moved Back to Kansas City in 2018 um, is when I was like, okay, let's go ahead and try to look for something that, one, I can afford, Um, and then, two, that would make sense to house what I'm trying to do.
0: That is such a good point that you're talking about. Online shopping is not exactly convenient for a lot of people. I used to work at Jenny Craig and talking to clients about the struggles that they had with their body image. So much of our body image isn't necessarily driven by our internal thoughts and feelings. It's often driven by outside factors. And one of those factors is not being able to find clothes that you fit in, that you feel good in, whether that means you want to look sexy or confident. like It is not easy to dress a body period, but when you're a bigger body, it's doubly hard because there's such a smaller market out there for you.
1: Absolutely. So in general, you know, societal norms tells us what the beauty standards are. And so that like gets into our head. Um, And then when you go into having a larger body, the fashion community doesn't necessarily cater to that. And then when, you know, there is a specialty store that carries plus size clothing, one, they're super expensive, (laughs) Or mm-hmm. they're online and it's kind of like, dang, are you, is this telling me that because um, I'm a fat person, because I have a larger body that I shouldn't feel comfortable or I shouldn't look good, I shouldn't feel sexy or whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. it just plays with your psyche a little bit more um, when you have to go through these obstacles within your larger body.
0: Absolutely your clientele isn't just coming to you to buy clothes you know they like you talked about with your mission you're looking to build community and you're looking to help people build confidence and self-love so what are some of the action steps that you've taken to implement some of those things into like you know real tangible things for your customers
1: absolutely so um Yeah, like I said, when I started the store, I definitely just didn't want it to be another shop. Um, I knew I wanted to cater to the entire lifestyle of a plus size woman. Like there are a lot of um, outside of like, you know, you feeling good in fashion, like you get this super cute outfit, then you still have to go into out into society that can sometimes be cruel. Um, Mm -hmm. So I wanted to create those experiences to give. these women are like a chance to build that confidence. So eventually, you know, they can go out into the world and feel confident with themselves regardless. Uh, So some of those things, honestly, it starts in our shop um, when they first come in. Like there's affirmations everywhere. Um, We have tons of mirrors everywhere. We don't have them inside of our dressing room, though. That's one of my staple things. Um, The whole thing inside of our dressing room, we just have like different cute coats on the wall um in order to like see your look you have to like come outside and look in the mirror because a lot of times inside of the dressing room there's a lot of self-sabotage that goes on oh Um, yeah right regardless of what your body like women in general men everyone we do we just naturally do it (laughs) Um, so the whole point is to get you to come outside and look at the outfit. Um, and most times there's other people in the shop and I'm always there. So I'm either going to hype you up if I know it looks really good. And if it's something that you're uncomfortable with, or I think there could be something that looks better, I give you my advice and we kind of collaborate. Um, and, you know, find you something that works for you. Um, and so you're not just in that restroom talking yourself out of a killer outfit just because you have some
0: Oh, I love that. That's such a valid point. And what a nice touch. You are making sure that you remove that element of just self-sabotage in the dressing room. I love it. Thank you. Something that I saw on your Instagram recently is that you you did a burlesque show. I guess it was an online show, right?
1: Yeah, it was virtual this year. So we do trap burlesque. Um, Trap burlesque, yes burlesque yes <laughs> it's a little i have so much respect for uh burlesque um and what it is that it is the the history of it um as well as the performers that are mm-hmm. local in kansas city so i'm like sure that i like even reached out to take a class this year which was very interesting <laughs> Ooh, i would love to take but a burlesque class too you- Absolutely. It's, it's so much more to it than like what you think goes into it. It's like some real technique. And I've just been, I took that class. I've been watching so many YouTube videos. They do like YouTube tutorials and stuff too. Just trying to like, uh, get more knowledgeable, um, about it. If I'm going to be doing this, even though we do trap burlesque, which is, uh, like a Quote unquote new form. Um, like it's more hip hop based. We do more like twerking in there too. So just kind of putting my um own spin on it, but definitely always want to pay homage to um, the classic um, burlesque techniques as well.
0: I also appreciate the art of burlesque. I've had a burlesque dancer on my show before. Um, yeah, I. I- like variety in my burlesque you know I'm yeah I, I yes, don't want yes. to just hear the like boom, like I want I want people <laughs> that men or women or non binary doesn't matter I want people mm-hmm. up there that are using music to express themselves I love dance as an art form and mm-hmm. yeah like you said there is so much more that goes if you think burlesque is easy you do not know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Because it is, it's about playing with the angles and your, your, how you Mm -hmm. may bend or like what, what you, the way you take things off and making it more about letting people use their imagination. So.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And like for our show in particular, um, it's more about, um, again, spreading our mission. uh, We are there to help women feel comfortable in the body that they are in, especially this year, you know, quarantine happened. A lot of people Mm -hmm. were talking about like the quarantine 15 and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, Or even just as we grow older, you know, whether it be having um, children or, you know, metabolism slows down or whatever the case may be, your body changes, whether it gets bigger or smaller. And, That is not always a comfortable thing. Um, And sometimes Mm -hmm. it goes back to that negative self-talk that, you know, can easily come up. So this um, show, actually, we just um, welcome everyday women to come in and uh, basically be a part of a 12-week program. So throughout those 12 weeks, of course, we learn routines, but um, we do a, a lot of positive affirmations. We do... Uh, journaling and just go on this journey throughout the 12 weeks to get you to a point to where you feel like okay this is the body that I'm in okay if I want to change it we'll make those steps but this is what I have and I have to love it in this moment and then that's when we do um, the performance I think. So,
0: it's that's great. beautiful <laughs> it, it is so true you, you may want to make changes but you still have to get to a point of acceptance of your present yeah.
1: absolutely Absolutely. Because even if you make those changes um, mentally, you may not be there. So you got to work from the inside out um, to make everything flow together.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think you've got to love yourself first and then the changes will come because it just when you're trying to make the change to make you love yourself, it's like it's sort of like kicking the can of happiness down the road. You know, people say, Mm -hmm. I will be happy when I'm this size or I'm, you know, have lost X amount of pounds uh, or whatever. You're not going to be happy when you get there. If you haven't been working on accepting happiness and joy right here, right now, you don't arrive at happiness. You choose it every day.
1: Nope. It's a choice that you make every day and your body should not determine whether you are happy or not. Because you're probably, you're probably never going to love everything about your body. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. you're not. I don't think that even
0: even like Giselle or any other model out there enjoys every single thing about their
1: body. So oh, definitely they mind. don't. Like no one does. Like no one does. Exactly. Every woman I've ever talked to and most men would love to change something about their body. So mm-hmm. we focus more on like just loving yourself where you are in that moment.
0: Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I love it. We are still in the middle of a pandemic, so you switched your burlesque show to being online, but that is going to be an annual event. I guess this was the second annual Trap Burlesque, right?
1: Yes, this was our second one. So obviously
0: we're still dealing with the challenges of a world that's not completely open. So what are some of the things that you are doing virtually right now to keep your customers sort of engaged and again building on this aspect of community and building confidence and self-love
1: absolutely that has been like a huge thing because even so after uh, we aired on ellen um the plan was always to like transition into a larger space anyway because we had 650 square feet and you know it was it was quite crowded up in there so um after appearing on Ellen like it got even more crowded because more people coming in more people trying to get stuff online um so we closed down because we got our new space like at the top of November we've been closed since um probably like the first week in December um so staying in touch with our community is like a huge huge thing so some of the things that we have done of course just like show them the process of like renovating and all that stuff but also we do um Facebook and Instagram story sales like our Facebook live sale that one um is most fun for me because I actually like get to interact with the people that I'm um, selling to so uh-huh. basically like I go on Facebook live and I show um items and basically people just buy it from there. Uh, we also do our Instagram story sales so they can keep up with things as well. But also we use our Instagram stories to like ask questions, poll, like stay connected in that way as well. So um, that's so much about like having our events or things like that. But just seeing where people are, you know, how are you doing today? What have you done uh, for self-care today. Since we can't see them physically in person, still just checking in on them. Um, and of course, putting out those positive affirmations and things like that, just small things like that to stay connected as we can. Then of course, like have the virtual or less show, then we were able to like actually see some of them and like talk to them and connect, which we haven't been able to do in a time.
0: Yeah. It's hard to stay connected these days. We got to do everything we can to just sort of uh, stay top of mind and um, just keep reaching out to people and letting them know that, mm-hmm. you know, we're here, we're we're not going anywhere. And uh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, right? <laughs> like,
1: yes, absolutely. Because especially like as a business owner, it's Sometimes I'll be like, when when we gonna open back up. Like, you know, like it's great to 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 like have the break. Like, don't get me wrong, because I was I was overworked. Like I do all of this by myself. Of course, like family and friends, my mom, my sister, whenever I need help, they jump in. But like everything, tagging, all that stuff, it's all just me by myself. So I was very grateful for like the break to be able to slow down some, but Wow. Um, it's time yeah. to get back, um, into it yeah. and just got to stay positive. One thing I am curious about since we've discussed that
0: fashion for bigger bodies is really challenging to find. So since the market is smaller, what do you look so, for? You're, Cause you're also doing like, you know, resale. So how do you like, how are you okay. finding people? Cause I mean, like locally, it's not like we've got any really awesome, you know, bigger clothing stores. So yeah, how do you find stuff for resale?
1: Yeah, so with me, I try my best to stay as sustainable as possible. Um, so the my my most favorite way to get clothing is reaching out to so we have two different customer base we have folks who come in and buy from us we have folks who come in and sell to us so that biggest thing is like by word of mouth um Mm -hmm. many times especially in the pandemic a lot of folks are looking for ways to you know save money and they also get extra cash too so like buying from people bringing their stuff in like that's the biggest way that we get our clothing from referrals if i see someone who's super cute out and i'm like hey girl you know put it get your clothes when you're done with them, come sell them the day, and, like, give them card the and <laughs> stuff. Uh, and then also, I still do, I still thrift shop myself. So, anytime, like, whether it's out of town or I'm just local and um I want to go out, I definitely look for those. I also look, I am, like, a sale freak. So, I have, like, a calendar, and I know when all of, like, the big retailers <laughs> have like they semi-annual sales and things like that and I can get stuff for like a dollar like shoes from tour for three dollars like stuff like that like I just know all of like the inside stuff so it's already out in the world you know if I can get it for low and like give it to my customers for the low all the better Uh, so another big way is there's a huge online community Boutique owners. So like many times, say a boutique sells the full range of clothing, but they have a harder time selling their plus size options. I reach out to them, you know, um, and we talk about like what it is they have, set up a virtual meeting where I can see everything they have. And I buy their clothes that they bought for wholesale. I buy it from them for cheaper than wholesale pricing. So then we have like brand new boutique items. But not for the boutique price because they couldn't sell it. So nice. there's a couple of ways that um, I try to get clothing while still, you know, being sustainable, getting stuff that's already out in the world, um, and it's been working out. We're gonna try and move to because currently, like, I one of my big things is like I want to provide clothing um, for women size 14 and up, but I don't want it to be extremely expensive because everyone can't afford mm-hmm. that. Uh, so our biggest thing was like, none of our items were over $30, but we do have a lot of customers coming in. It's so like, Oh, we want this type of stuff. We want this type of stuff. So what we're going to do is like move to like assignment to offer some of those higher end items for our customers.
0: Very good. Very good. So you hear that y'all, if you are a bigger bodied woman and you've got good fashion sense and you've got some clothes you'd like to trade or sell. You know who to reach out to now and you know where to go for some newer stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's real. I've had clients who talk about, you know, a lot of what I do is helping people rebuild their confidence and their self-esteem mm-hmm. and and fashion can be a critical component of that. And when I listen to my clients talk about their struggles to just, like you say, to go into a dressing room and look in that mirror and find something that they feel really good in and that they aren't paying an exorbitant amount for or or that their alternative is to just choose clothes that don't quite fit, but they're close
1: enough. And Yeah. Yeah, so. It's kind of like terrible to not have like at least a one outfit in your closet that you just know without a shadow of a doubt you look good in. And you feel 100 times better. I think every person should have that one look. And if we can just do a small part to make sure more women have that, like, I'm satisfied.
0: Absolutely. There's something that's just so freeing about feeling like you walk out of the house looking good. Whatever your definition of good is, Mm -hmm. it changes everything.
1: It does. And even if you, like, with... Anything else, like, even if you aren't all the way confident, by feeling that you look good, that can start you on your journey, you know, to wake up every day and not need that outside shell. But, like, definitely, I tell every woman that comes in like I can I can make you look good without a shadow of a doubt and we can start the process but you have to work every day to continuously not need all this makeup so you can just know from the inside out that you are a great person no matter you know how you're dressed up or not
0: yeah absolutely oh
1: you're you're just like a
0: ball of positivity and I love it (laughs) we need more people like you in the world Alicia you no, know? hey, you know. <laughs> well, hey, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I would like to dive a little bit more into what your life is like, especially when it comes to dating and relationships and things like that. Absolutely. It's time for a quick break. I promise it'll just be a minute. So stay tuned. I'll be right back after a few words that help me get paid. Okay, back from the break and like I said beforehand, I wanted to know a little bit more about you and your your personal. I like diving into people's personal lives. So, uh hopefully I don't get too intrusive here. I don't plan on like asking super deep details,
1: but <laughs> listen, I am an open book. I love this type of stuff. <laughs> Yay, perfect. Perfect. Cuz I mean,
0: people like my podcast episodes that are about like issues and and topics and things like that, but they really love the episodes where we talk about our actual love lives. So, yeah. <laughs> so Alicia, what what is a, a young woman like yourself, how are you doing? You're currently single, is that correct? Yes. So yes. tell me what's dating life been like for you, especially during the pandemic. Have you been dating over the last year?
1: You know, dating is it's a very interesting topic. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Like, realistically, like, I've kind of been, like, online dating since I was, like, 12. Like, when they had, like, Yahoo ch- chats and stuff. Uh-huh. And stuff. You know? So, like, the, this whole wave <laughs> of, like, having to online date to, like, meet people during the pandemic was inter It was really fun at first. So, you know? Like, we did, like, you know, DoorDash dates and, like, watch movies. Like, but, yeah, no. It, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> It is not um, been the most exciting thing, but I will say, like as a business owner, I don't have that much time, and I haven't had anyone that like mm-hmm. I want to make time for. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a struggle, you know. It's it's a situation that's so <laughs>
0: valid that it when you are deeply focused on something that you love, it is really hard to find time for other people. And those people better be worth it, that time. Yeah. Like carving a night out of your week where you maybe like either need to skip a networking event or you got to be doing inventory or you could be you know on social media trying to find some new customers and you need to carve out a time for a shitty first date. Mhm.
1: <laughs> it's yes. not
0: fun. It's not fun. So yeah, the, the DoorDash and watch a movie thing. I've heard a lot of people doing that. Obviously, you, you know, we can't go out and do things. So we're sort of jumping ahead and going into, like, you know, Netflix and chill for a first date.
1: Yes, yes. And um, it's it's just been really interesting because I feel like – I feel like guys these days, it's just different. Like, maybe they've been the same all this time, but now that I'm really caring, and it's like, hey, 32, like, what are you (laughs) going (laughs) to do? Well, you know, you know,
0: yeah, and I think early 30s, too, that's where we start finding, okay, a lot of the guys I would have been interested in are married now. Mm -hmm. Um, or they're on their first divorce and they aren't dealing well with it. Yes. Uh or they've they have children and children are great, but not all of us are looking to date someone with children already. Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> all right. I mean, hey, I,
0: I did the I did the no kid rule for a long time and I am a you know personally kidless person and my partner don't want kids, so like Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um there's just I think in that early thirties you start looking around going like,
1: where the fuck do they all go? Absolutely. <laughs> The dating pool dried up, and then I find myself kind of like, "Oh well, you know, my kid may not be too bad." But then I'm like, "No, this is terrible. This is going to work for me in my life." I know,
0: because like. There's a lot that can go along with dating somebody that's got a kid, and some of those are good things, and some of those are not some good things. So
1: absolutely, and just like compromising on stuff that you normally wouldn't, because you're like, maybe you know, my standard are too high. But like, no,
0: right, and, right, and and <laughs> no knock out there to single parents. Y'all are working your butts off, and some of y'all are doing a great job, and some of y'all could use some uh, some support. So. We're just you know, talking about the ones who maybe aren't, aren't doing so hot right now. And, you know, we don't want to yeah. be a part of the mess.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Shout out to all the single parents.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I've been coaching people for the last year about how to date safely and date smartly. And it's so hard, but Hey, again, at least, you know, things are changing. We're getting out of this. We're all getting vaccinated, and things like that. So what, what are your some of your favorite things to do on a date?
1: Mm, so I have this date in my mind that I still haven't been able to like plan out. But of course, in true Alicia fashion, it's a thrift store date, like to do the thrift store ah! challenge. <laughs> so like you take $20 and you each have to find each other an outfit and then you have to like go out in the outfit. So like that's a date that I ah! definitely, definitely,
0: you want to do <laughs> oh my gosh i want to go do that with my partner now that would be great we love the we love the thrift store too <laughs> most of my steps from thrift store trust me i'm not buying new stuff is DJ. <laughs> DJ the only new Absolutely. store i go to
1: oh that's a great Listen, right on my alley most guys i meet are typically online because i like i said i'm just step my shop um but like my first I don't even call them dates, but the first like meetup, because you know the whole thing, like, oh, the guy is supposed to pay all the time. I think that's terrible. And I do give guys credit because it is a lot of pressure on y'all. yeah so, like my first meetup is usually at like a place that I would go, myself so like a mm-hmm. bookstore um to get ice cream it's always somewhere like that and we go dutch like because mm-hmm. i don't want any strings success i don't want you to think anything let's just meet up and see if we have good vibes with each other and then from there we can decide if we want to go on like a first date or not um, so yeah, that's just my little dating tip. Like I always, always do meetups, and like you gotta be great online to even get to that point. But like that's my first thing. Like no pressure for either one of us. Let's just see if we vibe in person. You know, like online or on the yeah. Platform.
0: I tended to do that as well. It was more like a coffee shop first meetup or go for a mm-hmm. walk or meet at the Nelson things like that. Just yeah, you're yes. right. There is a lot of pressure, and and knowing what I know as a dating coach, I know that there's a lot of guys out there who are tired of feeling like there's some people out there who just want to go get a free meal. Mm-hmm. Um, they like you say, oh, yeah. there's some pressure that they're going to pay. Um, so a lot of them are often avoiding asking someone out on a date because they're like. Hey, I just don't wanna. I don't wanna pay, Mm
1: -hmm. ladies, gentlemen. It's
0: okay to go Dutch. It does take the it does take the pressure off and expectation off.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and in my mind, I think you know that's taking the pressure off. But then guys are like, "What? Like, uh, just let me pay for you." And then we have another problem because if (laughs) I tell you I want to pay for myself, and then you just push to pay for the bill, then I'm like, "Oh no."
0: And and, and it also makes us feel like we can't win. Like we don't want to have the pressure on the situation. We don't want them to have any expectations. We don't want them to feel used, but then oftentimes I've had it happen to offer to pay or say I'm going to pay. And then yes, further discussions ensue, but then maybe that's the red flag, right?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: well. Well, speaking of that, as a bigger bodied woman, there's a lot of people out there who are totally into everything you've got going on. And then there are some people out there who will fetishize you um, both for being a black mm, woman yeah. and for being a, a bigger body. So do you feel like you ever... yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah. I mean, like, do you feel like you found people out there who were fetishizing you? Have you had that experience before?
1: Absolutely. Like Oh gosh. Um, definitely have had that experience and like it, it hinders me, um, today in interracial dating. Cause I mm-hmm. found that a lot of times, um, those are the guys who are like more blatant about it. And it's just mm-hmm. not kind of like, oh, back up. Like, what is going on? It's, like, just really, really weird. Like, and there's a there's a thin line between admiration and, like, fetish. Like, mm-hmm. it just gets mm-hmm. really, really weird. Like, we all are attracted to certain things, and that's perfectly fine if you're, like, just more attracted to, um, you know, voluptuous women. That's fine. But it's just kind of like, you know, I'll get people in my inbox, like, Oh hey, my sexy chocolate goddess like Oh, oh like, no. no. Like, Black people are not food. So <sighs> right, like it's just so weird. And then like I find myself just being defensive to everyone, you know, if they inbox me like, "Hey, beautiful." Like, ah, "Why you got to talk about my house? Like, I'm just I don't know. It so yes, it plays a huge role um in like how I show up um with every man because, you know, my thought process is kind of like, um, oh, they only want me for my body or they're, they're, you know, just try I'm a fetish to them or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it, for me, it honestly goes back to, like, younger. Like, when I was in, like, very, very young, I've always been a very, you know, curvy person. So, like, having, like, older men try to chit-chat when I was younger, it's just always Ooh. been to me and like kind of put this thought in my head like that's what guys are gonna want I'm not Mm -hmm. really into it so yes it's a thing it is a thing
0: yeah sadly and (laughs) and compounded by the fact that you are a black woman and that studies have shown that black girls are sexualized at a much younger age than any other ethnicity or race
1: absolutely absolutely and you
0: you have sounds like experienced that and I'm so sorry for that but
1: Definitely
0: have. Listeners, please keep that in mind. Yes. Now, I'm curious, and I want to make a point here. How many mm-hmm. times do you think you've received a message from someone that's like, hello, my voluptuous <laughs> chocolate goddess? How many times have you received something like that?
1: Um, I'll say ballpark, let's say about 78.
0: I have never. Ever, ever in all of my online dating experiences had someone message me and say, hello, you average sized porcelain doll. Like, <laughs> so the, the, the point is like, if you are not coming at everyone with descriptors about mm-hmm. their size or how they look or what the color of their skin is in your greeting, don't do it to
1: anyone. Absolutely. I just told this guy yesterday. uh, I was like, if you, cause he randomly on Facebook um, inboxed me, you know, with one of those same, you know, introductions. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, just rule of thumb. If you go on someone's page and the only thing you're attracted to is their body, you probably shouldn't inbox them because it's probably not going to work out. Like just... I have so many more amazing. I'm not even like, I don't have anything like exposed on Facebook or anything like that. But for you, I have great things on there. Like about my shop, about like my education. The only thing you saw in a fully covered up profile picture is to say this to me. It's you. It's not me. It is completely you. Oh,
0: totally. Get lost, dude. I was just sitting here shaking That's my crazy. head like <laughs> I don't have anything else to do other than shake my head at the ridiculousness of some people.
1: <laughs> right, and then the what kills me, I don't even, like, if I call you out on it, just be like, oh, yeah, you're right. But they try to act clueless. Like, what do you mean? Just leave it alone. Let's just stop. Let's
0: yeah, just, they, they double do down. It. They double down. I One of my new favorite approaches I've heard from people is, like, putting them on the spot and be like, what do you mean? Tell me what you, please explain that. Please explain your compliment. <laughs> Please explain what you just said. To, and then just stare at him. Of course, you can't do that through the internet. But Absolutely. I am so over people saying dumb shit and then acting like, what? What did I say wrong? Huh? Huh? I came at you wrong. Exactly. You need to calm down. You're the one that's taking it too personally.
1: Ugh. Yes. I had, I had one guy tell me he, he I felt like um I was too pricey. Oh, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> well hey i guess at least you didn't get the angry black woman trope that a lot of people like to lob it right, folks, right. Is- I, I was just like uh <laughs> well and that and then that's the, the problem too. yeah that's the problem is that anytime Definitely. we do step up and say something to people well you're just a bitch and you're just angry and mm-hmm. then they start lobbing insults Why about our looks and our weight
1: Exactly. Even the bitter, I've heard, I'm not a baby mama, or I don't have children, but bitter baby mama, or bitter black woman, or bitter woman, like, no, ain't nobody bitter, you just need to come at me with some respect, that's it. Yeah, be ain't bitter.
0: nobody here bitter, you just need to be better.
1: Yeah. Ah, facts!
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, facts, <Ugh>. honey. <laughs> Shut that asshole down, damn. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Well, here's to hoping that some people who might approach you in the future are listening to this and understand that's just a no-no. Just stop it. Just remove that completely from your approach, gentlemen and ladies. Mm. I'm sure there's ladies and non-binary folks out there who don't get it either. But <coughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I've talked a little bit about fetishization of both uh, race and size on my show before. And... Mm-hmm. I really liked what you said about it's a thin line between admiration and fetishization. Mm -hmm. You can absolutely appreciate a wide variety of of body types and and kinks or whatever there is. But yeah, it's make sure it's coming from admiration and not because you've got a checklist to fulfill.
1: Absolutely. And I get it. Like, I know I'm super fine. Like, I get it. It's a whole lot. Hell yeah, here. I get it. But like, let's get there. Like, it will, we will, We can have great times. But like, show interest and get to know me first. And like, it'll to anybody out there, not just me. Like, yes, we are attracted to other human beings. Like, that's human nature. But, like, show interest and get to know that person. It's going to make when you do get there so much better. So, like, just take that time and get to know people outside of, like, the physical.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Show up and learn more about somebody else. And be authentic when you're presenting yourself, too.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's all. <laughs> yes.
0: So have you got any big plans yes. for 2021?
1: Man, in my mind, I have so many big plans. But then we have our little cousin <laughs> over yeah, there.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> it's kind of like, like plans with an asterisk, right? Like, well, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: yes, um, plans to carry over, cancel things from twenty twenty hopefully have them happen mm-hmm. um like we were doing a four-day festival kansas city plus size weekend uh, that was supposed to happen last summer um but of course we had to cancel that so hopefully like that's my biggest thing this year outside of like reopening the shop but being able to actually hold that event um i want to know more i think that that yeah, oh yes kansas city plus size weekend is basically. Um, a culmination of Unleashed in one weekend. It's a four-day festival um, celebrating and empowering larger bodies. And um, we have a fashion show. We have full-figure field day, which is basically like, um, if you're a plus-size person, you know, during field day, they used to try and pick you and, like, beat you and all the relay races. <laughs> right? You know? Even playing field here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We play all the fun games and stuff, just having fun out at the park. Um, we'll have our Plus Palooza, which we actually started in 2019. It's a plus-size pool party. Uh, we'll be bringing that back. Uh, and then we have the fashion show, Frames and Figures, and then as well as a uh, Big Bang, which is our last event, but it's a plus-size vendor event. So pulling together all the plus-size local makers, um from fashion to goods and it's just all gonna be catered to um uh, plus size lifestyle. So,
0: yeah. Oh, I love it all. Oh, I had heard about your your uh pool party, your plus pool plus I can't say it right, plus Palooza. <laughs> there we go, I got plus it. Plus okay. Palooza, yes. <laughs> oh, I love it, I love it. And that, you know, I, I think they did a show on oh gosh, what was it? Shrill on Hulu. It was
1: Shrill. Yep, 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 yep. That was my
0: favorite episode because you could see the look on her face. And it was the first time that she looked around at bodies that looked like hers and they were all having fun and feeling feeling themselves. And it gave her the space and openness to just be in that moment and enjoy herself too and her body too.
1: Absolutely. And I think um, I like we got that from our pool party, but our burlesque show is like when I really, really – It hit home for me, like people just write and saying, you know, I never saw a body that looked like mine be sexy, like just different things like that. We think like representation, everyone always says representation matters, but you never really know like how much it matters to like people just tell you just your existence or your business existence, you know, helps them get through the day or like that. So definitely we're trying to show up and create these spaces for folks um just to to help them empower themselves cuz we we all are out here to do great things we were all put here to do great things um and if in any little way that we can help someone see their greatness then i'm happy you're one of my
0: new favorite people in life
1: for real <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean
0: and the thing is your your energy is definitely like exuding through your social media like i just feel positive and happy when I go to your page. And it's all about like being uplifted and being yourself. And that's so essential. Like authenticity is essential. No matter who you are and where you're at in life, you've got to feel good about just being yourself and being where you're at. So absolutely, thank you for that and creating that space for so many people that need it and want it. So on that note, how do people find you right now?
1: So right now, um, like I said, the shop is closed for another couple of weeks. But we are on social media on Facebook. If you type in Unleashed with the plus sign, U N L E S H E D with a plus sign, you can find us on Facebook. And then on Instagram, we are at Shop Unleashed. So S H O P U N L E S H E D um on instagram we also have a website www.shoponleash.com um and then march 13th will be our grand reopening um we are at 4243 truth
0: yay i will do my best to make it out for that grand opening and it's yeah. really it's your third anniversary party too right absolutely Oh, that's great. That's great. So if you would like to find Alicia and uh, the shop, of course, go to her social media, go to her website. Pretty soon, go to her shop there on Trust here in Kansas City. And is there anything else that you would like to let the listeners know before we wrap up?
1: Um, Just keep loving yourself um, however you can. And if you're not quite there yet, just keep striving at it day by day. And eventually you'll wake up and you'll be like, I'm the shit sound <laughs> advice.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm curious, are you uh, into tarot
1: at all? I'm not into tarot. I, I don't know enough about tarot to know if I'm into it or not. Let's say that.
0: Uh, well, I usually do a quick reading, just one card reading for my guests at the end. Cause I have this beautiful erotic tarot deck. So would you be okay mm-hmm. with me doing a one card reading here for you? Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Well, one just jumped out as I was shuffling, so that means it was yours. So what I pulled here for you is the three of air. So the three of air, let me describe the card here. Uh, It's a black-haired woman. It's uh, long. It's like almost down to her waist, and it's flowing in like the wind, and she's wearing a beautiful dress, and that's also flowing. It's very deep V. It's very, very fashionable. And there's like birds kind of floating off, like as if the design is sort of um, floating off of her dress. And she's looking to the side and she's got her hands between her thighs. Like she's pulling her dress up and, you know, enjoying herself. (laughs) So the air suit is about seduction. It's about the sense of smell and the sphere of dialectics in the mind. Air governs intelligence and what's rational, and it also controls the game of seduction and courtship. So the three is about coldness, wind, turbulence, or waiting. It's about uh, the astrological meaning is about Saturn in Libra, so that equates to the need to focus and consolidate harmoniously.
1: Mm, the waiting. We are all waiting. I know. The waiting. That's, that's what jumped out to me, the waiting. <laughs> right? And we've gone through this
0: period of turbulence, and we are in the middle of bitter cold uh, polar vortex here in Kansas right. City as we're recording. But you know, the the need to focus and consolidate harmoniously, You've, you talked about how, you know, there's some things you want to get refocused on for the year, hopefully as things open up, you know, plans with an asterisk, but getting refocused on some of the original uh, best laid plans that you had there in 2020 and hopefully they will come to fruition for you in 2021 and beyond so all
1: right
0: well alicia again thank you so very much for being a guest on keep them coming it was an absolute pleasure to interview you today
1: no problem thank you all for having me it's good it was a refreshing interview i'm thankful (laughs) wonderful to
0: hear. Thank you so much. So take care. You too. Thanks for listening to keep them coming with open the doors coaching, please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast and check the show notes for stuff we discussed in the episode. You can find me on Facebook Twitter and Instagram, but visit my website. If you want more information about me and my coaching services, you can join my not safe for work email list called the dirty bird. If you want more content about sex and relationships, you can support said content like my work with this podcast and other forms of media by visiting listener support with anchor FM or visit patreon.com to become one of my patrons. Again, check the show notes. I have links for you there. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open The Doors Coaching. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. And check the show notes for stuff we talked about during the episode. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse, and TikTok, but visit my website if you want more information about me and my coaching services. You can join my safe for work or not safe for work email list, which I call the dirty bird. If you want less censored content about sex and relationships and want to know what I'm up to, please subscribe to that list. Send me an email, Kristen at Coaching, if you have a question, want to book a session, or want more information on my upcoming workshops. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Until next time.